Welcome to the Digication Scholars Conversation Series. I'm your host, Jessica Chittam. In this episode, you'll hear part one of my conversation with Zakia Mahabu from LaGuardia Community College. More links and information about today's conversation can be found on Digication's Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Full episodes of the Digication Scholars Conversation Series can be found on YouTube or your favorite podcast app. Welcome to Digication Scholars Conversations. Today I am talking with Zakia Mahabu. She is from LaGuardia Community College in New York, where she works as a student success mentor. Since graduating from LaGuardia, she has been pursuing a bachelor's degree in computer engineering at the City College of New York. I'm really excited to talk with Zakia today because of how she, as a mentor, has worked to build a sense of belonging and community on a diverse campus of learners. So welcome, Zakia. Thank you so much for having me here today, and I, I'm, I'm really great to be here. Uh, and today, I'm honestly, I don't know how to express the feelings, but it's an honor. Um, and I feel like after working four, time, four years as a, as a student success mentor, this is something uh, that makes me motivated in the same time, makes me work more and help more students. Um, so thank you. Absolutely. And we're just really thrilled to talk with you today. So let's go ahead and get started. Um, I, I wanted to start just because some of uh, our listeners may not be familiar. Um, can you tell us a bit about the Student Success Mentor Program at LaGuardia Community College for those listeners who aren't familiar? So the, to put it in a more simpler way, the Student Success Mentor Program um, is affiliated with, you know, the first year seminar course that is taught in LaGuardia to first year seminar students. Um, so this is basically a course where, um, you know, student when they are in their first semester, fresh out of high school, or probably in a very, as it's a community college, so we have a very diverse group of students, actually from 164 countries. Um, to be specific. So we have a very diverse community and we have students from uh, different backgrounds, different stages of their life. Um, and when those people come to college, enroll in, in a department, in a, in a specific major or sometimes non-specific majors, they have to take this course, which is called first year seminar. Um, and this course has two parts. So one is a faculty hour and one is a lab hour. And the lab hour is the place where we come in as a student success mentor. So our program revolves around this, uh, this course. And as a student success mentor, we are the one who facilitate the lab hour along with the faculty. So it's like a team of uh, faculty and a student success mentor who teaches this course. Um, so what we do is we introduce the students with LaGuardia and what they need for their two years associate journey. But in the same time, we also introduce them with the CUNY tools that is super CUNY specific like Blackboard or ePortfolio or uh, CUNY First um, and those kind of stuff. Um, in the same time, uh, these courses designed in a way that in the lab hour portion, the students actually need to build their own e-portfolio uh, using the system and they need to keep modifying it, designing it. Uh, and also they learn a lot of other soft skills like, you know, from very scratch, like Microsoft Office or even writing a professional email, or they're also learning about how to create their elevator pitch, how to introduce themselves uh, to uh, 
professor or probably in future when they have to uh, pursue like, you know, their career or even go to a four-year college interview or something like that. So this is like a first stepping stone. And as a mentor, our role is to provide those kind of help being a peer ourselves, being a student ourselves, um, because sometimes it happens that even though a faculty tries a lot, um, there, there, there's this gap, uh, you know, where the students are probably feeling shy or not super comfortable um, to share it with a faculty partner. So as a mentor, we come in being a student, being in that same platform as them, um, but probably a little more experienced so we can share our own experiences um, and motivate them and help them in the same time understand what they are talking about, because we are also we have been going through that. Right. Um, So I think it's a very important role that makes a bridge between a faculty and the students. Uh, So we are kind of that bridge who helps them to go smoothly uh, making that communication. And also in the same time, I'm not going to use the term shoulder to cry on, but um, I would definitely say that we try our best as a mentor in the class or even during our office hours to like provide them with help, um, anything regarding the course or even anything if they need extracurriculars, like, you know, any extra help, like mental health, or if they need any any person um, to just talk to, that, you know, I'm going through a lot, like, especially during this pandemic, we realized that our role is even more important because a lot of students came rushing to us that, you know, this is something is happening. I don't know what to do. I don't know how to tell it to the professor. Um, can you help us? Uh, so this is really amazing. Um, so I think that kind of gives a very good idea about what we do as a mentor in a class or outside the classroom. That just sounds wonderful. And I wish I had something like that when I was a first year student. Thank you. Um, I started at a community college myself in Florida, and um, I could see how something like that would have been incredibly beneficial, especially for um, non-traditional students who maybe haven't been in school in a while. You just have that sort of landing base, um, somebody to go to when they may not be as familiar with all of these strange, you know, higher education protocols and and whatnot. Yeah, I mean, I I had a lot of international students. I still have few in my recent classes. Um, for them particularly, I saw that it's it's a great idea uh, because you know they come from a different country. That's a big transition, and then they come here and they get into a college which is not traditional because it's a community college. So they're not getting their bachelor's. So what is this about? Why why do you need a two year, right? It, it's a lot of question. And being an immigrant myself, I understand that because I had to come here to pursue higher education and I had to go through that similar experiences, right? So when I am dealing with someone who is in, in a stepping stone like me that I was probably three or four years ago, I know how to deal with that, right? Um, so I think this job uh, provides me to help students in that situation which is amazing like super rewarding to me personally like um and of course if i'm able to be a help that's fantastic right so so tell me how you fell into this position because it sounds like you were very very well qualified for it and you obviously did a wonderful job or are doing a wonderful job with it so how did you fall into this role so that's a fantastic question um so it's a it's an inter- interesting thing because what happened when I get into LaGuardia, I, I was a LaGuardia alumni, 
um, myself. Um, so I started LaGuardia after coming to U.S. In, um, and staying here for a year myself. And uh, I was pretty shy and I did not know what to do, basically. So I was just studying. I was a computer science major. And what actually happens when you are in a major like computer science or engineering, there's a lot of things going on in the major itself that you you don't necessarily think that, oh, I should just go out, enjoy my life or, you know, do a lot of co-curricular activities in, in campus because you, you were thinking about how to program this thing you never programmed in your life, right? Um, so that was the phase I was going through for like a year, the first year. And when I started my third semester, I actually realized that, you know, I don't know anything about the college system of this country. And I have to be here. And I want to be here. I want to be in the market when I pursue my career as a computer engineer. I, but I don't know anything about it. I don't know how how to prove myself to people. I don't know how to talk to people when uh, I have to talk to higher ups, not only just the professors, right? That led me to think that, you know, I should, you know what, I should just do whatever I was doing. I should just quit whatever I was doing, like outside campus and get more involved in in campus activities. So I took, um, I, I started like, I, I took a course on public speaking, which was under my flexible core. That kind of gave me enough confidence because I was fortunate enough to be uh, participating in a competition at LaGuardia, like a public speaking competition at LaGuardia through that course. So I realized that, you know, people are there to help us. And if I just ask, I will get the help. Um, and I felt there are a lot of other students who feel like that. So I wanted, I had this, I don't know how to define it, but it was like an urge to help people like me, immigrant, especially immigrant students like me who has language barriers, who, who don't know where to go, even though there are specific instruction, but they just don't understand, they're not understanding it. And that led me to get more involved. And I applied, um, my first job on campus was as a peer advisor. And I applied and I started at being an advisor, student advisor, and I spoke to a lot of students. And through that program, I actually ended up um, having, um, you know, a discussion uh, with, uh, you know, one of the SSM, like student success mentors. And I loved the way they were talking, I love the way, because uh, I attended like few studio hours, we call it studio hour, the lab hour portion of the class that we facilitate. And I loved the way they, they teach the students and they communicate, they help them. So I felt like as an advisor, I'm just advising them on their curriculum and I'm just, yeah, I'm also talking to them that, you know, this is the way you can pursue, uh, this is the course that you can take, but I'm not really helping them from a root level. Where as an SSM or a student success mentor, I can help them from that very beginning that I really want to help, right? Uh, mm -hmm. And I applied for the job and I got it, which is amazing. Uh, and uh, that was that was like the first thing that I did. I took the courage to actually get into the program. Um, and that, that, that was amazing. And I started my first semester in 2016 fall. I had only one studio hour to teach because that was my first semester. It was a last minute um, thing then. And I took my time to actually understand how I should move forward. You know, I had my trainings. I know what to do according to the 
protocol, but how I can also help them, actually help them when they need. So that helped me that first semester, even though I had only one class. Because of that, I had enough time to work on myself, work on my strategies, the way I want to help them. And now it's continuing. I, I love this job so much that even if even after like so many years, I still love it I, and I want to do it. So, and yeah. it's wonderful that you're still doing it, even though you have graduated from LaGuardia, you've moved, you know, your story forward in other ways, yeah. but you're still you're still helping those and advocating for those who are in similar situations as you were. Um, and so I, I want to know a little bit more about um, like your journey. How did you come to be where you are now in your your academic journey, your personal journey? You immigrated to the U.S., um, you started school. It was all a little crazy. Just tell me a little bit about you and your story. Um, so I immigrated to U.S. in 2014. And when I uh, came here, it's 2014 February, to be specific. Um, I had only my high school diploma uh, from my country. I'm from Bangladesh. And when I came from Bangladesh, I uh, already had a two-year gap. Because what happened is uh, I was supposed to be here in 2011. But then uh, the whole uh, bin Laden um, thing happened and uh, all the process of immigration stopped. But what happened is I graduated from high school and we were like almost on the process of getting the visa and everything. So I did not get into any college in my country. And I took the off and I was just homeschooling. So it was like more learning online through YouTube videos and stuff and doing other stuff at home, back home. Uh, but I was not really technically in an institution. Um, so when I came here, I was really not only just eager, but also a little depressed myself that, you know, uh, what I'm going to do now. I mean, I already took an off the college is not going to take me like, cause I was afraid. I was super scared. And then when I talked to, uh, I actually applied to city college first because that was like my dream college when I came in, because I wanted to go to the city college of New York, but they need SAT and they need a high school diploma from here or something equivalent to high school diploma. And unfortunately I didn't, I didn't have my high school certificate from two years ago in Bangladesh. That was a bad um, thing for me. And I, I was really upset and depressed. And a lot of people, especially in Bengali community, what happens is they, um, they actually tell you to first take your time, get situated, and then look for education. But for me, because I already was taking a lot of time back home, I did not want to spend any, long, any longer. I just wanted to get in, enrolled in any college. But then I realized that in order to get a financial aid, because I cannot afford uh, college that at that point, I could not, um, I had to wait for a year. So I had a three-year gap. And during that three-year, what I did was, uh, actually, it was needed. I think now I feel like that struggle, that period, I needed to move forward to make myself prepared, I guess. Um, so I worked um, pretty um, few retail jobs. Um, the stu like full time and took GD to make 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 myself prepare um, because I didn't have SAT but I had GD I could apply to community colleges so what I did I that one year I took the time to learn about the education systems here and I saw that yes in order to get into city college I need to at least get into a community college first 
Um, so I, I went to LaGuardia. They, they're very nice. I love the community there. And it's, na- it's in my neighborhood. I went there. I spoke to them. And then I applied online. Um, and to be honest, I also applied to City College and other four-year colleges. But they did not take me because I do not have SAT. But LaGuardia took me in. And I started in spring 2015. Um, the rest of it is pretty much what I said earlier. So I'm not going to repeat that. I graduated from LaGuardia uh, in 2017 um, in s- spring. And uh, during this time period, like from my third semester to my fifth semester. So I, it took me five semesters in order to graduate. Um it was an amazing journey. I was part of a lot of, lot of uh, co-curricular activities. I was one of the President Society ambassador. It was like a student ambassador thing of the college. Um, I did honor societies uh, like Phi Theta Kappa. And it made me uh, move forward. It made me like, you know, realize that I, I can do it. Like, it doesn't matter that I started late or I had a three-year gap it made me it made me look like the fact that no if i if i just gather my skills and if i be keep my confidence i can move forward like there's nothing that can stop me if i am true to myself right and those those and i would definitely encourage i always encourage my students as well that everybody should explore their college wherever it is whatever the campus is they should doesn't matter it's a community college doesn't matter it's a four year everybody should get involved in campus because they give you a lot of a lot of opportunities that you can get motivation from or inspiration from and that worked for me like a magic so what i did i i took those lessons i i was so lucky i I visited Google New York's office. I visited Traveler's office, Wells Fargo office, Goldman Sachs office through those uh, programs that I was part of. And I was part of Women in Technology New York, which is now known as Breakthrough Tech New York. Um, And it also motivated me to stay in the path of technology because I was of course, a little bit distracted and depressed that, oh, it's a lot harder than I thought. But it made me uh, grounded. It kept me grounded. It kept me motivated. So when the time came, I graduated. I transferred to City College, and I uh, trans- I changed my major from computer science to computer engineering. And right now, I am in City College in my senior year, and hopefully, I'm graduating in next spring, twenty twenty one, as a computer exciting. engineer, um, a bachelor in computer. Yeah, it's it's amazing. It's like a dream come true, and I am really hoping. Uh, and looking forward to it. So I would definitely thank LaGuardia. And it's it's just, it was a f- great journey there that made me, you know, motivated and kept me in that path that I needed to be on, you know. And, and yeah, you mentioned earlier about, you know, how some students just don't even want to ask for the help that they might need in order to get acclimated to the community college environment to their course, to their, you know, having a professor, to understanding everything that's going on. And it should not be um, minimized how difficult it can be to ask for help. And so what I think is so beautiful about what you've done is you have a great story. And, um, you know, everything wasn't perfect and seamless for you. You had to work your way through um, a system that can be challenging. And so you took that story and you turned it around to help other people. And so, uh, you know, what I want to know now is um, how how have you, you know, in thinking about things like feelings of belonging, 
um, belonging to a community, maybe just a community in a class or to the entire, you know, college or university. How have you helped um, build that sense among other students? You know, tell me some stories, um, you know, powerful stories that you've experienced in your role as a mentor. That, that's a great question. Um, I, would, I would definitely like to share some story from my student's life. Um, so I had a student in, I think, one year ago, a, a year or so, so three semesters ago from so, uh, health sciences. Mm-hmm. So that particular student, she is in her 50s. Okay, so she's over 55 now, by now, yeah. And um, she wanted to be a licensed practice nursing major and she was trying to pursue that. So what happened is somebody from a previous college that she was in, um, a staff in there, actually, I don't know how how it, it was said, but the way I heard it from her that said that you are too old to pursue this career right now. And um, you it's, it's super hard. I mean, I understand. Yeah, nursing is not a piece of cake, but you cannot just say it to someone that she can't do it on your on her face just because she's she's old right oh, that's and awful. She, it was really awful for her and it was so awful that she actually took a pause from pursuing her dreams and then she changed the college and came to laguardia and she was in my class so what happened as I mentioned that I, I have my, I always try, even if it's t- it takes my own time, I always try to talk to my students. So one time what happened was I came early to the class to just, you know, hang out with the students just to be there so that if they have any question, they can reach out to me. And she came in and she was like, Zaki, I would like to talk to you about something. So I was like, probably she has something regarding the course. She probably needs help. And she was like, you know, I really appreciate the work that you do. And she complimented me uh, and said a lot of other things. And she said that, you know, this happened to me and I changed my, ma- I, I was almost on the verge of stopping, you know, moving forward, but I changed the college and I came here. And then you in the class, because she has also technical issues. So like, for example, she never really had a lot of, um, experience in using computer or using Gmail or using Microsoft Office uh, or your portfolio itself. And those are the works that I help the students to do and create in class. And for her, I actually had to, it's not only her in that particular class, I had four of the students who were above 50 and who never had any technical experience. And I have 30 students in each class. So most of like on average. So I, and I'm the only person, right? So what I had to do, I also have, they have a position called student technology mentor who are also present in the class who helps if there are technical issues and stuff. So what I always used to do is when I am inst- instructing, but they're having difficulty understanding it, I used to just assign the STM to be with four of them so that if they need any help, the STM can directly help them until I get get to them, right? So I what I used to do is I used to, instruct first and uh, so that the students who are actually getting what I'm telling and who are fast because not everybody's the same not everybody has the same way of processing things right um, and then they have questions they can ask me but those four I used to like pamper them I should use pamper because 
because I knew that it's hard for people when you are in a in a different age and you do not have any prior technology knowledge. You barely know with how to type an email in your phone. That's mm-hmm. crucial, and you need help. And I try. I'm, I was trying to give them that help, and they appreciated. And then she mentioned that to me that she had this experience when somebody said that she cannot pursue nursing, and now. She was giving TIS exam, which is the candidacy exam for nursing. So she was saying that, Zakia, thank you so much because your help meant a lot to me that I started thinking that I can move forward. That was like awesome. That's that's like an honor for me because I never thought that it will. She had a, a story like this and I never thought that my motivation, like the, the motivation that I want to, you know, um, spread through them. Mm-hmm. is actually having this kind of impact. So that's like just one. And I had this kind of story, like even before I started, like I joined you guys, um, one of my students was with me at uh, uh, in my 1 p.m. class. And uh, he also appreciated me because he's from Nepal and he just came to the country like a year ago. Um, and he has a diff, uh, he has a little bit language barrier uh, difficulty in in that. So, not everybody hears him patiently, or as per him, and not everybody uh, actually helped him before. But I took time to, you know, talk to him and try to help him out, and he loved that and he appreciated that. And it's an honor for me when my students are actually telling me that you know whatever you are doing it's helping it's making an impact and that's something fantastic um, in my journey like I have as I was saying that four years is a long time and in this four years these countless appreciation that I received from my students every time especially from people who are non-traditional who are from a different age group, who are from a different country, that they're actually getting the help that they need. It makes me feel like, yes, I'm, I'm doing the thing that I wanted to do, you know? This concludes part one of our conversation with Zakia Mahabub from LaGuardia Community College. To hear part two, be sure to subscribe to Digication Scholars Conversations on YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. Digication Scholars Conversations is brought to you by Digication, a technology platform powering the most innovative e-portfolio programs in K-12 and higher education. Our website can be found at digication.com. This episode was produced by Jessica Chittum and Drew Albanicius. Thanks for listening.